up, buddy? Oh, not too much, buddy. How you doing? Tonight? I am uh, just enjoying a nice cold brewski. Ooh, <laughs> that looks good. Is it crisp, flavorful? Oh man, nothing really helps wind down the day like a nice cold brewski. Mm. You know, looks good. Looks good. Yep. Mm. Nothing like a good coffee to get me going. <laughs> at Eight p.m. I'm definitely gonna be asleep before four a.m. tonight. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. Yeah. Sounded good though. It did. <laughs> I, 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 you, you came in. You're like, I was like, I was like, oh, I'm gonna throw the coffee. You're like, oh, you can just warm that up. I'm like, oh, I'll make you a fresh pot, buddy. We I got fucked up. We got Folgers in this house. <laughs> <laughs> mm, the good stuff. All it was, it's the premium blend. Ooh, that's my favorite blend. <laughs> you know where coffee comes from? Cherry pits. <laughs> oh, I, I thought it was a, uh, out of bats that pooped <laughs> so yeah so yeah <laughs> it's, it's, apparently it's not bats that pooped so. yeah it's not cocoa beans i always thought it was just related to cocoa me too cherry pits man cherry pits who would have thunk it do you think how do you do you think they just waste a bunch of cherries to get the pits out of it it's probably like a certain kind i would assume they're like not edible cherries Ah. Especially, like, once you start breeding things to, like, be used for stuff. You know, there's so many fans. I'm sure it's just, it's all about the pit. I don't think they're de-pitting. Do you think it's like they just, they genetically made some coffee beans that, or oh, yeah, cherries I mean, that are just it? giant fucking pits? Probably. Yeah, sounds yeah, about probably. right. And then we put that shit and we sip it in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Mmm. <laughs> I'm going to warm up with a nice book with this very healthy cup of coffee. <laughs> That was totally genetically modified, these giant cherries. So mm, they could, mm, good. And these slave children in Africa had to get them. No, that's, that's, for, that's for chocolate. Oh, chocolate. This is, this is slave children in South America. Ah, okay. Yeah. Got, my, got my continents messed up. Got my continents. Well, that's probably both. <laughs> Dude, today I was walking by someone in the warehouse, and they were going, 8 times 11 is, and I went, 88. And he looked at me and shot me this look. He's like, let me see if that's right. <laughs> Just walked away. I'm like, what do, what do you do? Like, <laughs> I thought you were asking for an answer. Sorry to big time you with my mad math skill. <laughs> he literally shot me this look. <laughs> like, like I was, well, look at Bill Gates over here. <laughs> Able to do double times ones in his head. <laughs> Madman. You want to know nine times 11? <laughs> Big time in the warehouse, guys. Not going to get you far, man. No. They're the backbone. <laughs> they're the backbone. And they're actually the best people like to have your back because of, I got to ship something out right away. Yeah. And if they like you, mm-hmm. they're totally like, oh, yeah, yeah. But like, <laughs> when someone's like, this needs to go out ASAP, they're like, all right, sit down on the table. We'll get to it if we get to it. Yeah, <laughs> right. You know? I know the warehouse people love you. You're a people person. I am. I'm a man of the people. I'm sure the only people that don't like you in the office setting are the people nobody else likes. Uh, for the most part, it's the people that are that complain about the computers all the time, mm-hmm. but they complain about everything else in life too. Yeah, you know those people. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're a very likable guy, Joe. Oh well, thank you. <laughs> what What else do you like about me? <laughs> well, when you stand like that, your your hips obviously come to mind immediately. <laughs> Standing there all akimbo and sexy. <laughs> I did wear my Thursday's finest to go into the office, which is a brown hoodie and a pair of jeans. Nice, nice. Yeah. I remember the one day I wore slacks and a polo, and people were like, what are you all dressed up for? Because they mentioned my dress yesterday. <laughs> yeah. 
Because yesterday someone said I looked homeless. <laughs> yesterday you said I looked homeless, so I put on a polo, and now you're like, ooh, big time Joe. <laughs> what? You're really moving up in the company, huh? <laughs> polo, polo Joe. Polo wasn't even tucked in. <laughs> <laughs> Never got big on the polos. Something I didn't, I didn't like about it. What is it? Is it's a t-shirt? It's a, it's a dress shirt? What is it? Make what? up your mind. <laughs> That was like a Jerry Seinfeld bit. What's the deal with polos? <laughs> is it a dresser? Why do I have a collar? Why don't the buttons go all the way down? Yeah, why don't they, I don't like that. I don't like that. The buttons and polos are always in no man's land. Then you got the zipper ones. What are you, a jacket too? Where's the hood on this polo? Give me a collar and a hood. Why is this a golf shirt? I'm not golfing. <laughs> the, the golf ones do breathe very nice though. I'm sure they do. Yeah. Because, you know, yeah. generally when you're wearing a golf pole, you're out in 90-degree weather getting beat on. Mm-hmm. After I started wearing sweaters, I bought myself a polo. I think I've worn it, like, three times over the last three years. <laughs> and every time, I don't like it. I literally only wear them when I have to, like, I have to go somewhere that's, like, like, if I have to go to corporate, I wear a polo. <laughs> and I don't even tuck it in. Because, <laughs> like, you know, like, the last time I went to corporate... I was like, oh, I better wear a polo and slacks. So I went in, and the one guy was wearing one of those wolf shirts that you would find at, like, Pilot J, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. <laughs> and a pair of raggedy-ass jeans. I was like, all right. The IT guy here all the time isn't dressing up, so. Hey, man, anything exciting happened in Cleveland recently? Ooh, yeah, big old weekend. Well, what was it? <laughs> All-Star Weekend, baby. Woo! And the Cavs came out looking pretty good. Cavs looked pretty sweet. Uh, they won uh, the team with uh, Darius Garland and uh, Mobley won that challenge the first night. And then he and uh, then the Evan Mobley had a nice that nice shot. Oh, the half court short shot shot <laughs> in the skills challenge. Yeah, that was uh, that was nice too. Beating the Anacumpos. So mm-hmm. um, the two guys won on their team the first night with uh, Cade Cunningham, who took I think MVP honors for that little tournament or whatever. Then Team Cavs won the skill challenge. It was very nice to see Carl Anthony Towns win the three-point contest. Is that who won? Okay. He's had a rough year. He was the guy who uh, he was – I really like him a lot. I always, I usually get him in fantasy. Um, great guy, um, kind of on a bad team in the, with the, in the Timberwolves, but uh, his mom died of COVID. I think he had like six to eight people in his family, like close family that died in the oh, last shit. year and a half. So it's really nice. And then uh, I think the worst dunk, dunk contest I remember – it was bad. So I, I got to say a couple of things. So I didn't watch – I watched some of it, but no, I didn't watch the dunk contest. But did you see what Braylon Edwards tweeted? No, I didn't. Braylon Edwards tweeted – he said something around the lines of, yeah, I said that dunk competition was garbage, but look what city it is in. Cleveland always, pro, you know, produces garbage or whatever. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Another guy I just don't care to hear about. I, well, my favorite is all the responses to him were nothing but gifts of him dropping football. <laughs> And the one was a video of the Jets and uh, Braylon Edwards wide open. It just hit, bumbles in the hand yeah. and drops it like forty yards down yeah. the field. I it sucks. He uh, he was like a he was a good member of the team. He wasn't a great player by any means. I think he had one or two years where he was pretty he had, good. He had one good. He had really um, one good year. Is that the two thousand seven year? year. Or, yeah. Yep. Um, he did everything right though. Like I know he was doing charitable work in Cleveland, probably ended up like Scott's tots where he can't pay for the kids that he committed so much money to, but, uh, yeah, but they'll get laptop batteries. He was, he was was good. He didn't bring the Michigan beef. Um, and you know, he was, I guess, you know, 
My favorite was a have, reasonable level of talking about it when it would happen, but well, you that 2007 season, him, Kellen Winslow, who is a giant piece of garbage, um, and there was one other player that was Jamal Lewis. I think Jamal Lewis was on that team and he had a good year. I think that it was around then. I don't remember. Yeah, if I think that. he was on that because yeah, that was a good year and that was the year we. I went to the game where they played the Bengals, and that game was like 48 to 39 or it was some wild score, 56 to 44, some shit. That was like the first game I think I ever went to that the the Browns actually won. Um, yeah, I'd been to so many games and none of them won. That was the first one yeah, I won. I actually I had went, a long streak myself. Yeah, I actually went with a former Browns player. Uh, oh, I'm gonna I'm pulling a full Rizzo Ooh. here. I'm going <laughs> full Tony Rizzo here. Um, I actually went with a former Browns player to that game and actually got to go through like this. They have this little secret entrance, mm-hmm. which is not really secret, but yeah. Um, and you go through this little Browns Hall of Fame kind of museum and everything, and uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's what Braylon Edwards said. So, um, and then the other thing I heard people complaining about was the weather. People were like, well, "Of course, the NBA games here and it, the snow." No, <sighs> it's fucking February in Cleveland. In Cleveland, what do you want? We're gonna have the home opener soon for the Guardians. <laughs> Nah, I don't know about that. It's gonna snow. Oh, that's right. I'm, I'm yeah, spring there. training's already been pushed back. Uh, I think a week, um, as of the last time I heard, which was like earlier this week or late last week. So I think it's gonna get pushed back. Uh, you know, if they figure it out in the next week or two, you probably just shorten the spring training. But uh, if we start going any longer here, they're gonna have to cut into the season. One, well, I would hope. You know. If you learn from history, when they did this last time, like they mm-hmm. had this and it was a short season, people kind of were like, mm, okay, you know, mm-hmm. it's not the most exciting sport in the world. You mm-hmm. know, it's not, you know, foo- I think, what is it, probably football, then baseball, and then basketball? Or do you think baseball no, and basketball basketballs, basketballs, is bigger? Yeah. So football. Baseball's say- close to. <sighs> this. The, I, I'm worried about this for the MLB. You know me. I like baseball a lot. A lot yeah. Um, the crazy thing is, it's like there's a lot of apathy out there. People don't even seem to. We haven't even. This is the first time we've talked about it, um, and I, this has been coming for well, months. I even forgot about it. You yeah. Know, like, um, so you know, I this could really hurt the MLB. It it really could be big for them. Yeah. At the same time, the right teams are in it at the right time, the right markets, and you get another small team in there that can energize different crowds to rally form. It could be okay because their season is probably too long. It is. Um, but, you know, it's it's troublesome that you don't hear people, even on the radio, talking about the NFL draft coming up already, talking about the NBA. I guess we got a good team in Cleveland, so that kind of makes sense why. But nobody even seemed like – Well, it's constantly Baker talk, too, yeah. on most sports talk, but yeah. um, for here at least. I feel like the old lockouts, like, you'd hear about it all the time. Like, what's going on? What's going? And all you hear now is like – Oh, they had a five-minute meeting, and what happened? Uh, they didn't figure it yeah, out. Yeah, and they'll talk about it for five minutes, and then they're on to the next thing. And it's like, that's the th- like even when fans are angry about it, like figure it out, you fucking millionaire fucks. Like, come on, figure it out. Who cares? What do you do? Now people are just like, what? It's whatever. I don't care. The only thing MLB has going for them is they have a handful of stars that kids like. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember a lot of them off the top of my head to be completely honest. But my nephews like. He has a poster of the uh, Padres or a guy in the Padres. Uh, Tatis. Tatis, yeah. Kids love him. Mm-hmm. I mean, so there, there's a couple guys out there that are still like that that um, the kids gravitates towards yeah. too. Well, the MLB is kind of uh, they starting with. I think it was probably Mike Trout was one of the first, and now Tatis Junior is is big on that. But they never. I think 
Griffey is the only one I remember from my childhood that seemed like a guy that was super popular. It didn't matter. Like baseball used to be kind of be a team thing. Like they was more team based and they like didn't necessarily push advertisements and superstars. And I think they finally realized in the last five years, like it might've even been in someone's deals recently where they're like, we're going to push you. Like we need stars. The game needs stars now. Um, and every other, every other league has it. I mean, even the NHL, like Sidney Crosby, I could name that name off the top of my head. Drive storylines. Yep. Yep. So, um, yeah, so that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, but um, yeah, that's why like we that's really just being glossed over, and there's mm-hmm. not really anything. What do you report? Yeah, that's hey, that's true too. Oh my god! So <laughs> just FYI, that why I screamed that the cat came in here to harass the giant dog that's scared of the giant, <laughs> or the giant dog is scared. All right, well that was. Uh, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little scared of beans, too. I'm I scared of beans. Well, that's a lot in a little package. He is not a big fan of this big giant dog. He, For the most part, like he's not a fan of them either, but he leaves them alone. But he's extra cranky to me. Mm. He's, no, it's okay. It makes good for the podcast. <laughs> High drama. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so then, uh, you know, the two Cavs in the All-Star game ended up winning on Team LeBron. Uh, LeBron, I LeBron won the game, didn't he? He made the game winner. That fading, yeah. Yeah, and then Steph Curry had a ton of points. Yeah, third quarter a lot. 50 points, I want to say. He was shooting something crazy. And he donated a bunch of, for every three he made. Oh, 50, yeah, right. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, and then for every, like, three he made, he donated money to the city of Cleveland. Oh, that's neat. He donated, like, $100,000 to the city of Cleveland. Mm -hmm. I did, like, uh, they kept that, that quarter-by-quarter quarter format that they were doing. Like, I thought it was stupid as hell, but the fact that they used it as a reason to give money to charity, cool, cool. Yeah. I'm down. I'm yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really understand how they decided they were playing to, what, 160. <laughs> At some point, they were decided they were playing to 162. Well, what day was that game on? Or a 24-point quarter. Uh, Sunday nights. Yeah, They're always Sunday. Yeah, I didn't get to watch much of it. Um, yeah, so I didn't get I didn't get to watch much of it. Yeah. Um, I watched more of it than I usually do, to be honest, and it was it's kind of just a circumstance because we were doing my dad's birthday, and oh, so okay. we ended up kind of just hanging around and watching that. Do you wish they'd go back to the East-West thing? You know, my dad does, um, but at the same time, he sat down, and normally if it was East-West, he wouldn't care. I think his problem is he's a casual fan, and if it's East-West, it's clearly it becomes clear who these guys are playing for, who they, they talk more about their teams, whereas... When it's 15 guys running around, he's like, I don't know who half yeah. of these. He knows who Curry plays for. He knows who LeBron plays for. He knows who the Cavs play, players play for. But at the same time, he probably doesn't know Chris Paul even plays for Phoenix. I, yeah, I mean. Um, so, you know, I think it's harder to keep track of for a casual fan. But, um, you know, I think the NBA has been making strides on growing the game worldwide and everything. So um, they've been – I think they were the first sport to really, like, be superstar-based. I think they've been that way since Jordan in the 90s. Yeah, there's always been a guy. There's been your. I guess NFL was always kind. Because remember, think remember like collected football cards. You would get those. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the yeah. NFL kind of the Barry Sanders and the Steve Youngs and Jerry Rice. You know, those guys always like. Remember the cards would come yeah. out for the, the guys and the quarterbacks. That, sh- that, was that sh- I guess I always think of it from almost like an advertising point of view, though. The, the thing um, is, though, where you're kind of right is the NBA was has always kind of been worldwide, right? Mm-hmm. NFL is not worldwide, right? Yeah. So, yeah. but like there was always the quarterback challenge that had. Well, like, NBA is actually fairly recent. In in doing all that, I mean, you really think about it. Back in the '90s with the Dream Team, there's just no chance. Any any time those guys would have played, they would have won if they wanted to. And even still, we dominated until basically until the world came up 
and was pretty good. And LeBron and those guys decided like, oh, let's go win one. Yeah. Like let's let's try again. Um, but yeah, they're it's been big in Europe for a little while, but now they're making all those strides in Africa too. It's well, been pretty always... big in Asia for a little while yeah. now. That kind of started with Yao Ming, I feel like a little bit. Yeah. Um, getting getting huge over there. Um, obviously, it's easier with superstars in a team where it's five on five too, going both ways. It's just smaller teams, right? Um, but there's just seems like there's always been the guy. It was Jordan, a few years of Shaq, and then then it was Kobe, then it's LeBron. You know, you had your Allen Iverson in that in that time between Jordan and Kobe too. There was kind of the D Wade little area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Shaq that was kind of on a yeah. Shaq coattail, but there was a, there was a couple of years in there where. Dwayne Wade looked like he was going to be the guy. It was yep. almost like, oh, shit, he's better. Is he going to be better than LeBron? But He I beat mean, up his body. Like LeBron Shaq, gets beat. Shaq carried him for a little bit. There. Yeah. But there was there uh, there was a good year and a half in there where the Flash, man, everybody thought Dwayne Wade was about to be the guy for the a The guy. While. Yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. Yeah. And not that he ended up having a bad career or anything, but uh, he wasn't ever quite the same between the Shaq and LeBron eras. No. Remember he came to Cleveland. He had like half a season here. Yep. That didn't yep. go very well. But he, we also got him at pretty old. I think that was LeBron trying to. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Le- well, that, that also shows you just what a freak LeBron is that. I mean. Dwayne well, Wade's done. Big, I know you're a big LeBron fan. You know me. <laughs> you know me. Love it. Did you see the one tweet about Jared Allen about his clothes? No. There was a tweet. So he was wearing, you know, just uh, a polo. Or not polo. Um uh, uh, he was wearing a hoodie and, a, like, a, a pair of pants and shoes. And someone's like, you know, you're at the All-Star game. Dress like you belong there, you know. And so he came out and pretty much said, what am I supposed to wear, a $5,000 chain to the game? Yep. Yep. And then they were showing. Dude him. had his fucking blinged out phone during the dunk contest. Well, everything you hear about that guy, it's like he. Uh, Necklace fucking. He had to get an or he had to get an iPhone. So he normally has an Android. He put something. He's like, I got an iPhone specifically for the team because they were mad that all my texts were green or you know the opposite color or whatever theirs nice. were. So, nice. Um, he seems like a pretty down to earth dude, but I'm and I'm so happy we got him. Like he's a stud. I oh mean, yeah, the team looks good. I think what are we still in fourth place. Uh, you know, I didn't check the standings, but it's been a little while. Obviously, with their break from the All Star game, we're playing uh, Detroit right now. I'd assume we're still in fourth. Yeah, there shouldn't be much movement into the. Yep, yep, we're uh, well tied for third with the Sixers at this oh, point. Oh, nice. Who just uh, acquired uh, James Harden for uh, Ben Simmons, the yeah. guy who hasn't played yet, and apparently he's. He's gearing up, and he should be playing with the team after conditioning gets back up. So he should be playing pretty soon. Do you think he just sat around the whole time? You don't think the- he had to have exercise and stuff, but he wasn't coming. Kind of, he wasn't, yeah, he wasn't know. doing game activities and things like that. But you know, I'm sure he was working out in a certain way. But you know, especially for a guy who he could not hit a shot in the finals, <laughs> like all of a sudden, who who knows? Maybe he's been working on his game and figuring that stuff out. But yeah, getting back up to game speed then. Is, completely different thing um they also had <sighs> patience could run out with him really fast because durant was already pissed at harden because of the way he showed up this year out of shape right so, right yeah, yeah but harden apparently. always shows up out of shape right like i, I just always remember it's happened a couple times it, fat james all... harden was the thing was last year in houston i think yeah but that was i don't also... mean he, he, i don't i shouldn't say he always but i just remember that was like kind of a meme for a while mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that he showed up yep out of shape and everything um 
Yeah, so Ben Simmons, he hasn't played. Well, I guess that was right around All-Star break they made that chain trade, so he wouldn't really have played yet. Yeah, it was the night that they were picking the teams. Yeah, okay. The night that LeBron and Kevin Durant were picking the teams, um, it was funny because LeBron picked the third-to-last pick and then was laughing because it was down to James Harden and uh, – Rudy Gobert and LeBron just like put his card up in front of his face and started laughing. He's like, I think James has got to go big here. Like knowing he's not going to pick James Harden. So the entire time they're drafting, LeBron just keeps not picking Harden, not picking Harden until it comes down to Durant has one last choice. (laughs) And the announcer said something too, like, yeah, I think he's got to get some size to counter whoever. Um, Maybe Giannis and some, I can't remember, Jokic. So he's like, yeah. And then Durant's just sitting there. He's like, oh, Jesus Christ. He's going to get this guy back. I got to play with this guy again now, right? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I didn't get to watch much of that. Um, saw some, I didn't either. I just saw that highlight. Yeah, I saw a lot hilarious. of the highlights and everything. Um, Super Bowl, we do anything? On the, we haven't pod since the Super Bowl, No, right? we have not. We've been pretty no, awesome. No, no. I mean, was... I guess we don't really need to rehash the Super Bowl too much. But... Yeah, I'm sure people watched it. Uh, great halftime show. I love the halftime I show. I really liked the... I didn't uh, think there was enough white people. <laughs> Like, I can't believe people are like, that. that's what people are upset about. There's not enough white people at the hip-hop art. It's like hip-hop R&B halftime show. There's not enough not enough white people. And then the other thing, I, ah, never mind. Yeah, so that that was, I found that, um, that was like, but I, I enjoyed the show. I mean, that was, um, it was funny because we're like, oh, finally, they picked some music that's not for old people. Then I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting old. <laughs> Yeah, that, I mean, that was kind of funny, like, watching people uh, on, uh, like, social media the next day, like, oh, man, this 90s kids don't know who these people are, and the old people are like, I don't get it, and they're like, they're finally playing up to 90s kids, this is, I was like, yeah, we're now the target demographic, <laughs> you just turned 35, <laughs> yeah, right. you are now the people that have, expe- yeah, they're catering to you, dum-dum. Oh, man, and then we had so much, uh, well, you were here, We I smoked, like, four. 40 pounds of wings. Oh, or I had so many wings. Then. I had so many there was wings. everything was on point. Almost every dish killed it here. Yeah. It was probably the best year of food we've ever had. Like there's always a couple of really good things, but like those pretzel brownie things were so oh. good. <laughs> Renee's pankies were on point. And then with this, like a hanky panky though, is like, it's going to be good, but I never have like, Oh, that's such a good, the sauce that she had to go with it. We had like dope. 18 different barbecue sauces. Dope. When I came home with those sauces, Renee was like, do we really need this much barbecue yeah. sauce? Oh, man. And then, you didn't uh, really need barbecue sauce because it was so smoked. I mean, it was good, man. Yeah, was, a lot of the finger food and dip type stuff didn't even get touched because everything else was... I had so many wings. Oh, I know. There was a lot of leftovers. So many wings. A lot of leftovers. <sighs> got paid for it. I'm getting fat. Yeah, but uh, I'd assume next year is going to be a, a, a white halftime show. <laughs> it's It's been a few years, and the last one we had was not good. Was it a little bit of good chicken fries? <laughs> Cold beer on Friday. Uh, so, wait, Dre, Snoop Dogg, and MM, Blage, Kendrick Lamar with a 50 cent special point appearance. Um, last ups- year was the weekend. Down, the upside down 50, per- 50 cent appearance. Oh, no, uh, two cents. Yeah. <laughs> is this chain hanging upside down yeah. in the back? <laughs> I was like, what is going, uh, what's going uh, on? Shakira right Lopez was before that. The year before that was Maroon 5. And then the year before that was Timberlake. Oh, and Gaga. So, oh, and then Coldplay and Katie. I guess white people were holding it down for a while. The thing is, like, I don't know. Yeah, so those, those, be, the, what those a lot of those were for the younger crowd. I mean, like, Coldplay would have been for younger people, I guess. A little bit. 
Remember the Who? Like when they did theirs, like I like the Who a lot, man. But that was a miserable halftime mm-hmm. performance. Not great. Not good at all. They were. I remember he went to go rip a solo, and like the mm. it was just so tinny and like. Now the other thing I would say on that is I, and I'm sure most people did not. I loved Bruce Springsteen's the year before. I'm I obviously like a big Bruce, fan. and I'm not a huge Bruce Springsteen fan either. But I thought of a lot of energy, and it was exactly. Fun. You yeah. did the crotch slide right into the camera. Yeah, guy. the crotch slide into the camera. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Oh yeah, I thought the Bruce Springsteen was pretty good, and I'm not a big fan. I'm not a whole big f- like. I, I guess I was about to say it. Well, I guess like because I like Bob Seger. Mm-hmm. Was it Rick Springsteen? Is that another one? Is he Jesse's girl? Yeah. Like there was like the pop. I don't know the whole blue collar rock. I was never. No, I get it. I, yeah, I'm not a fan of much of that at all. But I, I think tra- Springsteen's a lot transcends that kind of. And I'm. I always used to hate Seeger, but um, I must be getting old because I'm starting to love some Bob Seeger. Yeah, dude. I, 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 I guess not love it. I'm never like I gotta hear some Bob right now, but. <laughs> Play some Seeger, like, brother. I, I don't. I don't mind it anymore. That's for sure. I guess I'll say that. You know who should have really played instead of Bruce Springsteen, the Michael Stanley band. Ooh, that would have been good. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking in the driveway. Yeah, fucking uh, MGK did. Uh, he's just doing something. Maybe before the All Star game, he was like, "I was supposed to shout out some Cleveland celebrities or whatever." And the halftime show started. Like, is it gonna be Michael Stan? Of course, it can't be. Riz- Did he shout out Mike Tony Rizzo? No, he's he said he he literally went. I'm supposed to shout out a bunch of Cleveland people here tonight in the crowd. He's like, but I'm not gonna. Was that what he, <laughs> he did? He was like, instead, I want to thank the fans and the people behind the scenes that make it work. He's stupid. I want to shout out some Cleveland people. They gave me a list. He's like, they gave me a list, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> like, oh, you rebel, you, <laughs> you, you scamp. <laughs> what the fuck is that? I want to shout out Kenny Crompton. <laughs> you know, going along with the halftime show, though, I did hear. I love kicking it with Kenny. I, I didn't hear this or see anything myself, but uh, Bob actually, I think it was Bob, mentioned something about people being upset that not enough white people were in the NBA 75. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> they don't deserve to be, dude. I want like, to shout out Jeff Tanchek. <laughs> Jeff Tanchek's in the house. He always gives you an accurate weather prediction. I know. I was sitting there thinking, like, who are they going <laughs> to? Guy Fieri, is he from Columbus? No, I don't he know. was sitting there during uh, the dunk contest, though. They fucking cut to him. He had a cigar in his mouth. <laughs> Shout out to Michael Simon, who keeps opening these restaurants that keep closing. Because he's not actually here. <laughs> yeah. He makes one good menu and then leaves. <laughs> and it generally just gets worse. <sighs> Shout out the Bone Thugs in Harmony. Like, yeah. what, what is, like, they did play um, Notorious Thugs going into one commercial break, and I was like, oh, my that. <laughs> shout out to the Norton's Furniture Guy. <laughs> <laughs> you can get credit there <laughs> if you can't get credit anywhere. <laughs> Holy fuck. I'm just trying to think, like, who is he supposed to shit? Like, what is he supposed to do? <laughs> The guy that made American Splendor. <laughs> Joe, oh, Tracy Chapman did a good job on the anthem. That was pretty nice. <laughs> she she had somebody helping her out there. She looked like she might have been a little fucked up. Maybe she has anxiety or something like that, but somebody like literally walked her out to her spot. And she always moves a little funky, though, so I was like, she might be fucked up. What was her big song? Um, give, give me one reason to stay here. Was it that one? Oh, no, wait, I'm sorry. 
That's Tracy Chapman. She did not sing. Macy Gray sang. Oh, Macy Gray. Yeah, I yeah. pulled up a list of Cleveland celebrities, and Tracy Chapman popped out. Wow. Uh, Trent Reznor might have been there. Joe Walsh, Michael Stanley, Eric Singer, Tracy Chapman, Kid Cudi, Jim Br- I don't know some of these guys. <laughs> Was Devo there? Sheesh. Probably not. Because Devo's from Kent, right? Akron or Kent. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Were the Black Keys there? Same with Macy Gray. Was, oh. there, a, was there a whole... Well, they didn't show him. Because <laughs> MGK, the man of the people... Did LeBron come out and go, I'm supposed to shout out people from Akron, but I'm not going to. He was kind of... They actually... They put him on while Macy was singing the an anthem, and he kind of was laughing at one point. I don't know what it was. Holy fuck. I just... Remember the... Oh, remember the Norton Furniture guy was on like oh, a yeah. Super Bowl commercial? Yeah. For the Quesalupa? The fact that I remember the Quesalupa <laughs> shows you how much fucking Taco Bell I eat. That's not good. <laughs> um. <clears throat> so, yeah, um, you know, I thought it was a uh, – so, I, I don't know. We talked about the All-Star. Super Bowl, a good game? Yeah, it was a good game. Good game. It was what I was looking for. Yeah. I enjoyed um, it. Yeah. I – I – it was a good game. Mm-hmm. Fun. I enjoyed the halftime show. Yeah. Good company. Odell here. looked good until he ruined his leg. Yeah. I wonder how he's going to look next year. Yeah. Um, I kind of, I didn't boo or anything, but when he caught that touchdown, I was like, of course Odell of has course. to catch the yeah. touchdown. I know. He looked like he was about to be having like a great Super Bowl or mm-hmm. something. Um, and then, I'm, I'm not an, I don't consider myself a bad person. Never happy to see that happen to anybody unless they're a real piece of shit. Like, you know, I'm a little bit worried he kind of spoiled this team, and now Jarvis might be unhappy because of all that, but he wasn't bad enough that I'm like, I hope his career's over. Same time, I was like, okay. Yeah, 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 same here. I'm not well, upset then, about it. Well, then the MVP was the... A little bit of bad, oh, poor guy, but... Yeah, well, and the, the the game was built up as, you know, Odell versus, you know, it was all Odell. That, and then, really, the best player on that team got the MVP, you know, yeah. Cooper Cub, yeah. the best wide receiver mm-hmm. maybe in the league. You know, it, he's the guy who got the MVP. So it's, I, you know, it's, I guess it's it's not fair, and maybe this is almost like a case of reverse white seat, uh, racism. With he's he's a little white guy, but uh, I I wouldn't call him the best receiver in the NFL. I don't think he can be. At the same time, I can't argue that anyone was better than him this year. Well, no, he broke records this, yeah, year, this year. Yeah, yeah, I rode him to a um, fantasy championship. Just uh, I don't know. I I don't know if. Well, I don't think a, he has the sting. Maybe it's just because this was – was this like his first great year? No, he was, he'd was. he been good like three years in a row. Good, but, but not got, on the – But he got well, injured. He got injured, I think, two of those – both those two okay. years. Okay, that's probably why then. Yep. That's so I think why. he hurt his leg. I think he hurt his leg the one year. I think he hurt his leg both years. Um, yeah, he, I think he got injured two years in a row. Um, that does sound familiar. The one year I think was like a – it's almost a career. One, The one year was a uh, like a year-ending injury, and then the one like he missed like four to six games. Mm-hmm. And this is the first one. He missed a game or two, but no, man. he. What, and I understand what you're saying because like he's not like Jamar Chase who has the super crazy speed mm-hmm. and he's breaking routes like that. I mean, he's, he's at the route when he needs to be and he's tough and he finds seams. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. You know, with the seventeen game season, you know, a lot of records are being kind of messed with. Um, oh yeah, even in his rookie year, uh, almost nine hundred yards on fifteen games. Second year, eight games for five hundred sixty six, which is still a damn good half season. That's, I mean, that's a thousand yard season if he plays all of them. Mm, Sixteen games in twenty nineteen for eleven hundred yards. No, he's, I guess, yeah, you're right. Almost thousand yards last year in fifteen games. 
Yes. It was really only the one season he missed a lot of time. Okay. I, I just remember I thought... No, yeah. he's he he got 1,161 yards in 2019, and then last year 974. So he's a 1,000-yard receiver. This year he had... Ooh. Ooh. 1,947 yards. Yeah, he murdered it this 16 year. 16 TDs. That's fucking crazy. He murdered it this year. Wow. Yeah. Now I know how your fucking shitty team won it all. Shitty team? What do you guys were I had Aaron Rodgers. You were pretty average <laughs> with Cooper Cup. <laughs> and Aaron Rodgers <laughs> and Derrick Henry. I can't believe What round did you draft Cooper Cup in? I don't remember, to be completely honest with yeah, you. Yeah, I know, because I would have taken him if I was drafting. You won. You won. <laughs> it was, I, you and fantasy football this year was... Akin to me, usually playing fantasy basketball. Yeah, with well, it was. People. I literally had Aaron Rodgers, Derrick Henry, Cooper Cup. I'm like, Ugh. and even if Derrick Henry got hurt, I was like, ah, I oh just... yeah, you had Derrick Henry too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So follow me for fantasy advice on Twitter at <laughs> URBS Reddit. So uh, URBS Reddit. Speaking of the URBS Reddit, should we uh, listen to this voicemail? We got Oh we, yeah, let's do it. We got a. Know, Obviously, we haven't listened to it yet, so I don't know how you can segue to a voicemail we haven't heard, but let's play it. <laughs> Fucker. Yeah, I want to leave a voicemail. This is Aaron Goldhammer of the really big show. You can't claim on WKNR Cleveland. Now, listen, two drunk guys or, or third speech or whatever you infants are calling each other these days. I really don't have time to listen to your little pod, okay? Because I do actual radio on the radio, okay? And we have the land on demand. Ever heard of it? Yeah, it's only like the number one app in the Google Play Store. And uh, we have $10,000 a day in, in revenue. And yeah, do that math, you little, you guys get hiding in your mom's basement doing your little podcast. Well, you probably can't do the math because you probably dropped out of high school. You're not a genius like me. I went to NYU, okay? So let me do that math for you. $10,000 a day on 365 days a year. 366 days on a leap year. That's every four years. You guys wouldn't understand, but come off on a tangent. But anyway, uh, yeah, that's like a third of a trillion dollars, okay? That's every year, okay? And that's real radio, and that's what I do. I do the number one mid-morning show on AM radio. Yeah, Dan Cleveland, eat something up your can. Or Cleveland, you ever hear of it? Yeah, maybe you guys ought to tune in and listen. Uh, I really don't have time for your little podcast because I'm busy doing like actual work and I make award and award winning segments like flip the script and the whiz, the red print the yeah the red quiz okay it's hard to say but it's really funny and it's better than anything you losers can do or ever done and why don't you guys go back to the army as Reddit with your bigotry and your uh, anti semitism yeah okay and uh, leave my wife out of it okay you guys. You know, you guys think you're funny, you think you're cute, but you're not. You're just, you're just the cards of, you know, like, of, uh, you know, like, let's say Twitter is the sewer, okay? RBS Reddit, that's the poop floating in the sewer. That's what you guys are, poop floating in the sewer. And your little podcast, you're even below that. You're like the dirty toilet paper, okay? This is Aaron Goldhammer, the really big show. Tune in and listen, maybe you guys can learn a few things. Aaron, out. Well, okay. <laughs> that was aggressive. <laughs> Ooh. Well, I'm not sure if that's a real Aaron Goldhammer. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like the little man's, uh, it sounded like him to me. It's not, you know, you're right. It sounded exactly like him. I think he might just be a little unhinged right now, or whenever he uh, left that voicemail. I don't remember when he left that voicemail, but mm. Aaron, you're more than welcome to ever come on the podcast. Oh, and- yeah. 
A, a celebrity? Oh, there, there's a Cleveland celebrity. <laughs> Aaron Goldhammer. I wonder if he was at the NBA All-Star game. Aaron Goldhammer. Uh, I'm surprised he didn't mention that they're opening a bar. <laughs> Fuck I'm surprised he didn't shout that out. But he, again, he just seemed very angry. I don't know that we've really given him any shit lately. We haven't given any of those guys shit lately. Well, I guess we do kind of talk about the RBS subreddit. Oh, the RBS subreddit. And then Aaron talked about this. He shout it out. Yeah. I didn't know he went to NYU. Oh yeah, to be honest, that's a fairly prestigious school. Did you know he was Jewish? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's ever mentioned that on air. He doesn't need to. (laughs) No, that's like every. (laughs) Ooh, do we have to cut that out? (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, I don't think I've ever said anything (laughs) anti-Semitic, but that's borderline. (laughs) Well, his last name is Goldhammer. I mean, that that's is, true. That's yeah. a pretty. Uh, it just seems like going to NYU is a waste for broadcasting, <laughs> especially if you're going to work with Tony Rizzo, who just demeans it's him the entire time. Kind of a bad decision when you really think about it. Who just it. demeans him the entire time? Uh, I would never talk about the man's wife. Uh, she seems decent enough. The only real bad red flag I could say is that she's married to Aaron Goldhammer. And procreated with him. Oh, did she? Oh, yeah. Mm. Mm. But no, I, I mean. I'm not going to say anything about his wife, but trust me, there's plenty of people that talk about. We go a little extreme on the RBS. Oh, I could see that. <laughs> I could, I could see that. Uh, they call her. Never. I'm not going to say what they call. Her. But some people they they go. You know, they they, they might. They, you know. <laughs> they go after her. What did they go after? Oh, okay, so that wasn't necessarily directed at our podcast so much as the subreddit, probably. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're cutting off ties. You're no longer welcome listeners i'm a mod i'm a mod listen this is about principles and 90 percent of our audience i'm telling right now you're not allowed to listen anymore (laughs) and if you don't like it get out you gotta get out you have no choice but after before you do that like like the podcast like and rate us (laughs) and then get the fuck out how uh, do you got the phone number so we can give that oh, one? Oh, yeah, 216-260-5484. Call the hotline up. Leave us a hot voicemail. Hopefully not as angry as that little man, Aaron Coldhammer. 216-260-5484. That was a good voicemail. Though. It was. Uh, you can text the show, 216-264-5484. Uh, that's slightly different, 216-264-5484. No, if you want to send us a text. Is it? Yeah. Oh, you gave it out as different one time. So you can call or text the show at <laughs> 216-260-5484. Last time I think you gave it out differently because I wrote it down. I was like, oh, I didn't know it was a different We're running a tight ship here. It said Slurge Beats Podcast. So 216-260-5484 for any way you want to uh, contact us. Uh, and for uh, business inquiries. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's the same one. I'm... Let me, uh, we got a couple texts here. I don't want to bring it up. This on the- unprofessional moment brought to you by Crown Zero Comics and Cars at 15139 Pro Road, Strongsville Town Center. Best shitter in Strongsville and in the business. Uh, yeah. Yeah, someone actually, uh, went to, uh, an Applebee's recently. <laughs> met up with some buddies from the RBS subreddit. Oh, yeah? And they, uh, were, were very impressed with the Ground Zero bathroom. Were they? Yeah. They went in? Good. No, they just told me oh. that they, <laughs> they, they just took my word for it, you know? Um, Actually used it uh, yesterday when I went to go pick up my comic books. Oh, nice, nice. You get anything good? I uh, got a lot of good stuff. I didn't go there for two weeks. There's a really cool comic out right now called The Crimson Cage that's by this company called AWA Upshot. 
and it's based off of like the late seventies, early eighties wrestling, and it's also got a horror theme to it. Um, it's a really cool comic book, um, and it talks like like some of the guys that are in it are like you can tell there's but like there's like Van Emerald who's supposed to be like Ric Flair, um, the Saudi Prince is supposed to be like the Iron Sheik, mm-hmm. you know. So it's really cool, and the artwork's really cool, and it's a dope story. Um, I actually picked it up. It wasn't at my uh, it wasn't at uh, Ground Zero, which. If you do want it, he'll always order it for you. But <laughs> I was actually down in Columbus, um, and I visited a comic book shop there, and they had it there. And I, I took one look, and I'm like, pro wrestling from the 80s and horror, you know? And, like, the cover's all blood and barbed wire. I'm like, yeah, it's right up my alley. Well, let's take a look at the text we have here. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is not this is not Mikey for Parma. Uh, so he says, so I just learned the reason Wendy's got rid of the Frescata sandwich because it was too popular and was made to order fresh, which held up production. Sad face with small tear rolls down cheek. Emoji plant emoji peach emoji. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Sad face with small tear rolls down cheek emoji eggplant emoji peach emoji. That's so, a lot of emoji. Yes. I don't know if the Google was supposed to translate that to, but that's what it says. Like, I don't know if that's supposed to be the actual emojis or he put that. <laughs> Mike, clarify that. Mikey, not Mikey from Parma. Clarify that, because I'm not sure. It says, it, it literally says, sad face with small tear rolls down cheek emoji, eggplant emoji, peach emoji. <laughs> when was this sent? February 13th? Uh, yes. It's probably during the Super Bowl. <laughs> He was bummed out he didn't get to see the studio. I wanted to get him back here. But well, just... it's, it's, it's in the mom's basement. I know. I just I got him all excited. And you know, mom. We didn't find the time. Mom gets a little goofy about um, getting too many people down there. Yeah. Especially our, we're already at a Super Bowl party. You know, and uh, people weren't putting cups on coasters. Oh, no. Yep. Left a ring. You got to gotta respect the wood. Left a ring. Got to respect the wood. You know, my mom picked it up at Goodwill for ten bucks, oh. and she, they left the. Oh, out. that one, <laughs> the nice table. That, that's the one we bring out when companies here. The company table, shit. And I then we also it. we also got another text uh, from not Mikey and Parma. <laughs> Roses are red, violets are blue. You are my brother, Anakin. I love you. Not sure what that's in reference to. We're not really big. I mean, I'm not a big Star Wars fan. Are you? I uh, used to be the original I like trilogy. The, I mean, I the watched, OT. I watched the first three. You know, mm-hmm. it was never like I was like, better watch. You know, gotta get my Star Wars thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's making big news. They got a they got a, a Obi Wan show coming out, I believe. So I've seen a, an increase in Star Wars memeage lately. It was, and it's never really died. You know, it's. Yeah, I mean, good for that. I, uh, mean, I mean, they just keep putting out content. Uh, I do like the Mandalorian, though. Everyone likes the Mandalorian. Uh, Boba Fett was actually really bad until they they basically just made it in. The last half of the season was basically the Mandalorian with Boba Fett. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, which was I was okay with. I think a lot of people were like, "Oh, too, I want to watch Boba Fett," and I was like, I was honestly bored the first couple episodes, and then they just had this episode out. Of, it just came out of nowhere. It's like a Mandalorian episode. And then he came into the fold on Boba Fett. So, okay. Uh, yeah, it was, it was all right. I, I'd suggest if you're a Mandalorian fan to go watch the Boba Fett just because of that, because I'm sure it's going to have some. Over- Actually, it, it really. The only Mandalorian need episode to watch I watched was the one that Bill Burr 
And like he's in a few episodes. Yeah, and we yeah. they came out with an action figure of him. For he that. does a good job. That's what I heard. He really, they does. came out with an action figure, which I don't think he's done much acting except on shows where he's basically himself. Yeah, no, like he has a couple. He had that, or he has these random roles in movies, like he was in um, the one with Will Ferrell, and Mark Wahlberg. Step oh yeah, Dad or st- yeah, yeah, I think Stepdad. Yeah, and then he was also in some movie with uh, Hugh Jackman, where Hugh Jackman plays a. Uh, a former runner who was trying to be a congressman, and uh, oh yeah, yeah. So he had some little roles, yeah. Oh, he was in King of Staten Island. That's true. He played yep. a firefighter. Yep. I'm sure that was a hard role for him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he was in Breaking Bad, man. He was actually great in Breaking. He Bad. He was amazing in Breaking. Bad. I love Breaking Bad. And that was before like he really took off. Like he was getting popular and famous, but that was before. Oh he yeah, was- no, uh, he definitely. And I heard him talking. I don't know if it was on their podcast or one of the other podcasts I watch, where he basically said. Before that show got really popular, he liked the first couple seasons or whatever, and he literally just called his agent and was like, find me a spot. Yeah. Like, if I I don't know that he even really had that much credit at that point in time. I was just like, if you can find me something, like, get me something. I don't care. I remember he... I don't care if it pays. Like, I just want to get on that show. I just remember him being at the car wash, you know, and he's... Well, there's always the money one where they all... Oh, it's a Chappelle show. Yeah. That's true. He probably had a little. He was in the race, uh, the race draft one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of their first big splashes. You know what bit I think it is time for now? What's that? Everyone's favorite bit. This is pretty Ooh. much... I guess we only have really one or two bits. Ooh. We tried to do Joe buy stuff on eBay bit and just ended up being comic books or golf stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, everyone pay attention because this is going to be... This is the bit. You're going to want to be... He- oh. That moment brought to you by Applebee's. Applebee's for when you're too lazy to run the microphone, the microwave at home. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta gotta go to Applebee's sometimes. Hey, do you enjoy a good microwave wake microwave steak, Renee? I, I like. Was it sloppy steaks? Ooh, sloppy steaks! <laughs> and get a nice fat steak, bunch of water dumped all over it. <laughs> They can't stop you from ordering a steak and a glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, I think that everybody knows we didn't do a proper intro, but we're gonna be doing Renee's name the athletes hit hit segment crowd favorite from what I'm hearing. All right, Renee, uh, we're going right. we're going mostly back to basics today. Um, I know we you were doing so good the first few weeks, we had to start throwing in volleyball players and <laughs> fucking cricket or whatever no i don't think we ever went cricket but uh we went we got a little hard on you there for a little while um take it back to some roots okay. all right number one crazy name but not a debrickashaw ferguson say that again debrickashaw ferguson that's d <laughs> apostrophe <laughs> another capital just so you know that's two capitals here b Brickashaw. Can you use it in a sentence, please? <laughs> uh, that De Ferguson was a great player for his team. <laughs> All right. His baseball team. Ooh, no. Ah, uh, New York Jets offensive lineman. That's a that's a deep cut with an offensive lineman, but Which football. Is football. football. <laughs> the New York Jets. Sorry, I thought the Jets would give it away. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Blah. Milton Bradley. Oh, he makes toys. <laughs> yes, but he he was also an athlete, 
unrelated to the Milton Bradley of uh, board game fame. I'm going with baseball again. You are right. Yes. But he was African American. Is it the same Milton Bradley that made the toys? No. Oh. No, okay. it is not. I was like, wow, what a guy. I figured, I think, I was like, <laughs> I wish Milton Bradley played something else because, like, it's going to sound like a white guy. She's going to immediately <laughs> default to baseball. But whatever. Uh, Robert Tractor Trailer. Ooh. Milton Bradley was a Cleveland guy. Well, we could tell you that. Yeah, and tractor trailer, tractor trailer also uh, a Cleveland guy. One Cleveland of my guy. Cleveland athletes from guy. from that. Uh, I don't know if he was from there, but he definitely played uh, uh, college sports up in that uh, state up north. But football, ooh, basketball. Yeah. Robert Tractor Trailer. Well, he was built like a football player. He he really was. So was Looked more like a football player tractor for sure. Was like, he was like kind of a heavy set guy, like. We got him kind of as later. Sounds like it. God bless his soul because he passed away with a mm-hmm. heart condition they never diagnosed. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he played with uh, LeBron James. Yes. Had some had some good years. Yeah, he was a nitty gritty guy. Came yeah. in, gave some energy, did some bruising. Never heard of him. Fan favorite. Uh, let's go with uh, Fuzzy Zeller. <laughs> Frank Urban Fuzzy Zeller Jr. You have a, you know why they called him Fuzzy? No, I thought it was because he had a mustache. And I thought he didn't have a mustache at all. <laughs> <laughs> but that was called someone else, like the Walrus or something. Well, there hasn't been a football yet, so I'm going to go with football. Football was the first one to bring a shot Ferguson. <laughs> so maybe don't don't okay. go based on that. This it, 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 They're not all football, baseball, basketball. I'm losing my luster. <laughs> what was he? Baseball? No, you, you, no, we haven't no. told you yet. You're letting Cause, me guess again. You, yeah. yeah, you were going off of wrongful, wrongful <laughs> thinking there. Ooh, he had a a vodka, uh, Fuzzy's what? vodka. Was I he get to the an bottom. MMA fighter? No, professional golfer, Fuzzy Zeller. What's his vodka called? Fuzzy's vodka. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. He better was... have a peach flavor. <laughs> Fuzzy peach vodka. That'd be actually <laughs> fucking good. Uh, <laughs> Brett Hart. Brett Hart. Now live with the... I don't know where you're going with that, but... <laughs> you might have Brett a Sergeant Hart. Not his nickname, though. That's his legitimate name. Sergeant. Um... That's not his nickname. That's his given name. <laughs> Brett Sergeant Hart. He had a very famous nickname. Brett? Basketball. Ooh. Damn it. Professional wrestler. Brett the Hitman Hart of You're the Hart Foundation. I'm not going to. It's Brett, not going to change anything I know. I, no, I don't know that. You sure? <laughs> yeah. I'm He's sure. a hunk. Sure? He is a hunk of Canadian bacon. I feel like you've sent me that picture before. <laughs> I texted you and said, don't cheat on me with Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, <laughs> you had a dream about him. About Shaquille O'Neal or Bret Hart? Both of them. I him. Yeah. At the same time? I guess. Dirty girl. Listen, he's This was the, the family-friendly segment. <laughs> throwing it off the rails. I thought you would get that because I thought, oh, man, well, it shows how much you pay attention to me. 
No, it shows how much I pay attention to these Run the <laughs> little head wrestlers. <laughs> well, what did I get? One? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Drop my percentage here. down way low. It's okay. We'll get you back. We'll get you back. Hit a, hit a rough spot, though. <laughs> I already beat Daryl in that. I don't. You did. She beat me. She beat me. She's the the darts <laughs> champion. Uh, before you go though, we definitely had. We wanted to definitely talk to you go about go something very serious. We just wanted to kind of get your input on. You know, there's a lot of crazy stuff going on in the world. Um, we just want to kind of see what you think about it. And this is your chance to let us know what you think. There might be a war, but you can't take our Applebee's. <laughs> they got boneless wings and half his ass. Wow, $1 boneless? <laughs> I mean, now I know why they cut in with that, even despite it being a war breaking out. Boneless, $1 boneless? Do you know how much wings are right now? What? It's a dollar boneless wings with a handcrafted burger. Wait, wait. I mean, like, you get a burger, you get a dollar boneless wings. One wing? No, probably like an order, probably oh. five or six. But like, think of that's so American that you're like, yeah. Instead of fries, I got boneless wings with my burger. Oh no, you still get the fries. It's just a <laughs> dollar to also get wings. Can I get extra ranch to dip my fries and my boneless I, wings? I get why they broke in on a breaking, <laughs> breaking war news to run that spot. What Daryl's referencing? There's a video out there that CNN was announcing that Russia's attacking Ukraine, and like they don't even go to it like a. The commercial commercial that they like cut in with this chicken fried Applebee's commercial, and there's a guy in a cowboy hat and tight blue jeans dashing his ass in front of it and pointing at the camera. And this fucking air raid, this is like, and there's air raid sirens in Ukraine as Russia attacks. And uh, now, it, here's some boneless <laughs> wings from Applebee's. Oh, man, she has dipped below the 50% threshold. Yeah, she. Are you keeping Oof. track of that? Yep, I am. You're below 50%. We're dipping. You're dipping. You're dipping. below 50%. We're on a nosedive the last three. Aww. Oh, boy, it's okay. We'll get you back up there. It's good, though. I feel like it, it stresses the point she is not a sports fanatic because the first couple weeks she came out was like 9 out of 10 for the first two, and I was like, okay. Well, I think she because we did a bit more MMA, and she watches a bit of the MMA with mm-hmm. me. Um she watches the MMA with me. So, yeah, if you guys also have any interesting sports figures you'd like to throw Renee's way, since this is a fan favorite bit, uh, definitely give us a call up or send us a text at the one and only hotline number and text message receipt number Uh-oh. 216-260-5484. 216-260-5484. And, of course, as always, Renee's Name the Player segment brought to you by Arconicast.com for all your uh, gaming dice rolling uh, needs. All right. Right, a lot of a lot of big stuff on the horizon for those guys. Good for that. Uh, That's awesome. Don't ask Love him about it though. Why? <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of got an NDA for this one thing, and he likes to brag. Uh, he hasn't broke it though, but I could tell. Like he almost told me about something, and then he was like, "Ah!" And I saw the other guy in the shop, like his eyes got all big, like, "You shut up." Um, yeah, I literally picked up a product. I was like, "This is cool," and he's like, "Oh yeah, that's a." Uh, can't tell you about oh, it. Shit. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, pretty cool stuff. All right, man. Let's get out of here. 
Okay. Oh, wait. Did you see that video of John Jones? <laughs> I did. It, well, I saw it. He's headbutting and cursing out the police. And then he literally <laughs> went on. the one guy a nerd. <laughs> police then, nerd. And then he goes on. Police nerd. <laughs> he goes on. He's a nerd. He goes on Twitter the next day. He goes, think you're having a bad day? How do you think I feel when that video came? <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? I, your girlfriend's got a bloody lip, nose and blood all over her shirt. Police. I didn't do nothing. Nerd. He goes from being obstinate, calling the cop a nerd, to crying like... It was. Uh, well, it was co- cocaine is a hell of a drug, Daryl. Co- cocaine is a hell. Of a cocaine drug. is a hell of a drug. All right, let's get out of here. All right, Bye. take it easy, guys. See you. And a bottle of rum for yay mateys. We're back, baby. Sinister. Got bars, pirate style bars. I kick back a clap of thunder. Unstoppable comical ball till nautical style. Phenomenal womb the tropical seas with no blunder. Blunder is what I'll get by sword or by bet, by threat or by death, by blunder or net. They'll rob a string quartet and make them so upset. Sea dog, back in action. Pirate hat, high patch, the best there is in fashion. Cool as the Arctic, spit fire like a dragon. Taking all the ships down with absolutely no compassion. I'll shoot you for your money, I don't need to cheat ya. Got so many black marks, you think I'm a cheater. All hands on deck. That's right, that's right. All hands on deck. Skills unsurpassed, get you higher than the mizzen mast. Words heavy like a bell ass, back on the scene at last. All hands on deck. All hands on deck, Sinistar K. Yay, she blows. Sinistar spit crazy flows. I bet your whole navy knows I'm a loose cannon when I'm seasick. Pirate hat, leather vest, two eye patches on a search for the treasure chest. The squash buckler, he plays his own part. My sword sharp, I got it locked like Davy Jones' heart. I won't stop once I start. So behold the doom, I unleash. Ready to feast with two gold doubloons. So many sea creatures I fought for rank. Overboard, they're under pressure, had to walk the plank. See, I made the cracking my bitch in front of his mermaids and sucked his ass in the smallest tank i'm bitch. such a dastardly dude and see i'm never passive i'm rude no. i get high and eat all of the parent food mock me again i dare you to overcross drinking rum during a duel truck when they're sober lost. i'll shoot you for your money i don't need to cheat ya got so many black marks you think i'm a cheater all hands on deck all hands on deck Skills unsurpassed Get you higher than the mizzen mast Words heavy like a bell ass Back on the scene at last All hands on deck All hands on deck You got guts, you say My cutlass here will put them on display All over the gangway The game's been mine since yesterday I fly smooth like a manta ray Every day, lyrics so cray Shock your heart like a moray Eel with guns and rope and sharpened steel Enemy ranks thinned while I'm three sheets to the wind Talk smack I'll take the scimitar here and give your beard a trim Hear me har 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 as your lights dim Lights dim You are now going deep below Yay Davy Jones locker And at this point There is no turning back for you